Hi, I'm Jasmine Smothers, and I'm the lead pastor of Atlanta First United Methodist Church in downtown Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta First exists to worship God, to serve people, to grow together, and to engage the city of Atlanta. I hope that through these Thursday thoughts, you will find a way to worship, serve, grow, and engage this week. Speaking of worship, this Sunday is Pentecost. Pentecost is the Sunday that we celebrate the birthday of the church. We celebrate the disciples and the followers of Jesus were in the temple praising God. And then they received power from on high as they were promised. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. I hope you'll join us for this celebration on Sunday at 11 a.m. You can worship with us live on YouTube, on Facebook, or on our website, www.AtlantaFirstUMC.org. You can also worship with us later on any of those platforms should you not be available to worship live. I hope on Sunday you'll wear some red with me. Red is the, the color of Pentecost to signify the flames of the Holy Spirit. So I hope you'll wear some red and worship with us on Sunday. Now, I want you to, uh, now hopefully you'll find a way to worship, serve, grow, and engage through these next few Thursday thoughts. This is Pastor Walter. I wanted to invite all of you to participate in our new Sunday school and uh, Bible study small group experience called Unafraid, Living with Courage and Hope in Uncertain Times. That begins this Sunday, May 31st, and next Tuesday, June 2nd. We hope that you will participate. You can send me an email at uh, walter at atlantafirstumc Dot org, and I will send you the link. This study series is by Adam Hamilton, who's the pastor of Church of the Resurrection in Kansas City, the largest membership church in United Methodism in the United States. And this is a great study for our time for those that may wonder about uh, fear, anxiety, or be experiencing some of that. And he has some uh, experts that share with us on video, and then we have some discussion that will follow. Uh, with that as well. I think it'd be a great study for us, five weeks during this uh, time of COVID and all that this uh, pandemic has brought toward us to see scripturally and otherwise how we can deal with uh, these things, very real events in our lives and very real feelings that we have. So join us on Sunday morning, uh, May 31st, and next, uh, the Bible study on Tuesday, June 2nd, and we will repeat those uh, as needed. Thank you, and God bless. Hello, Atlanta First. This is Mary Jackson, your mission team leader. As you know, one of our mission projects is Safe House Outreach on Ellis Street. What you may not know is that because of the virus and the stay-at-home guidelines, Safe House lost nearly 90% of its donating partners but we wanted to find a way to continue to support them. Because of your generous donations this month, we donated $250 
to help them so that they could continue feeding our houseless friends and neighbors that were in need of a meal. And your continued ongoing mission donations will allow us to support them every month until we're able to prepare meals in our very own kitchen and go to Safe House and serve. We also wanted to continue our Friends at the Front Door mission that provides toiletry items for those in need. Safe House has agreed to partner with us and to help us by passing out donated toiletry items along with their meals. Every $27 of donation we receive will allow us to buy 24 toiletry kits. Although we're not in the building, your mission team continues to find ways to do the work of the church. To paraphrase John Wesley, we strive to do all the good we can, by all the means we can, and all the ways we can, to all the people we can. You can follow the links below to make a mission donation and be sure to specify if it's for Safe House or Friends at the Front Door. Your mission team thanks you for your support and thanks you for continuing to be church as we navigate through the unexpected. Finally today, I want to share uh, some of my heart with you. When Thursday Thoughts was first launched, uh, it was launched as a, a newsletter uh, for me each week from the congregation to share thoughts, encouragement, uh, issues that are going on in the community, and to engage with you um, through those thoughts, through um, a time of sharing from my heart. So today we return to that purpose of Thursday Thoughts. This has been a very hard week, especially for black Americans, for brown people, red people, black people who are a part of the very thread of American history. It seems that the killing of black people, women and men across this country just won't stop. And it is heartbreaking, it is maddening, and it makes me just want to scream and holler. Friends, we can no longer sit on the sidelines and be so-called good people. We can no longer sit on the sidelines and be quiet and silent at the oppression and evil and racism that continues to go forth in this nation. As long as good people sit on the sidelines and remain silent or just keep their thoughts to themselves, evil will continue to reign in this nation. And maybe this has not struck a nerve with you. Maybe this hasn't come to your family. Maybe it hasn't, you think it has nothing to do with you, but this is my everyday reality. Every time I walk out of my house, I wonder if I will come home safely. Every time my brother or my father, my godsons, my cousins, anytime they leave home, I wonder if they will return home safely because frankly, it is just not safe for people of color in this nation.
I can't tell you how many times I've been intimidated while driving. People try to make you move or make you run off of the road, especially by pickup trucks that wave the Confederate flag. I can't tell you how many times people watch me when I walk into a store to determine whether or not I'm going to harm them or steal something from you. Being black, brown, red in America, being a person of color in America is exhausting. It is frightening. And we, the people of God, must do something about this. You know, when we join United Methodist Churches, when we baptize a baby or an adult, when we receive our confirmands into the life of the church, when we reaffirm our faith, when we join a United Methodist Church or when we join into a local congregation, we take membership vows. We say that we want to be a part of Christ's holy church and we, we, um, we give up our sin and profess our faith in Jesus Christ. Our membership vows say, on behalf of the whole church, I ask you, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? And then I ask, do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves. We go on to ask candidates more information and then we ask the existing congregation to reaffirm both our rejection of sin and our commitment to Christ. We say that we will do this. We we vow to God and to each other that we will be about the work of resisting evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves. But sadly, I don't see many United Methodists doing this work. It's not just the people of Atlanta first, but the United Methodist Church as a whole. We have work to do to keep our promise to God and to each other. I love being your pastor, Atlanta First. The honest truth is it is also very hard to be your pastor. We are a very diverse church. We are a very, uh, we cut across every single part of the spectrum of humanity. And it causes me to have to walk a fine line in how I preach and teach so that the entire body of Christ will encounter the Holy Spirit during worship services and prayer times, one-on-one -on -one conversations, and more. It's heartbreaking when I see our members on social media or through comments that they think are harmless to me and to others that are just flat out racist. I want to invite you church. I want to invite you body of Christ to do better, to keep our promise to God, to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever form it presents itself. 
We have to do the work of anti-racism. It's not just enough. It's not good enough to just be a good person anymore. So I'm challenging you, Atlanta First. I'm challenging you to read a book called White Fragility and uh, some other books that I will send out to you in Thursday Thoughts in the email for Thursday Thoughts. I'm inviting you to read these books and then let's be in conversation about how we can be about the work of anti-racism in this city and beyond. This is the work of the church. This is the work of God's people. After all, Jesus came. Jesus was in ministry to the oppressed, to the poor, to those whom society deemed to be trash. And Christ expects us to do that work today and in every day ahead. So this week, I pray that as we celebrate Pentecost, that we will pray that God will bring Pentecost upon us again, that we might be united in Jesus Christ and we might be about the work of selfless, selfless way making for other people. These are my Thursday thoughts. I pray that the Holy Spirit will allow you to wrestle with them in the way that I intended them, filled with love and grace and expectation that we can do better. Until we meet again, may the peace of God be yours in abundance. Amen.